Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Logan Buchanan here with Entertainment Rebooted and I am joined by the always lovely Hara. Hara, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you today, Logan? I'm doing wonderful and you know why? Why? Because I get to talk Marvel. It has been too long, too long since we've been able to talk Marvel. Completely agree with you there. I love talking Marvel. One of my favorite things to talk about ever. And what specifically about Marvel are we talking about today, oh, Logan? Oh, we're talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quanta, Mania. One of the first, I believe they confirmed this is the first installment of Phase 5. Yes, this this movie definitely does kick off Phase 5, and I'm ready to dig deep into oh, this. I'm so excited. This This movie had so many implications of the future, so many callbacks from the past. I just, it was a fun little movie, and I'm so excited. So, Hara, just get us started. Tell us about the movie. So, the movie, in my opinion, is the best Ant-Man movie. What? I'm starting off strong here. Wow. I know. Um, Hot and takes in here. <laughs> exactly. I, I will start off by saying Ant-Man is not my favorite Avenger. Okay. I'll put it out there. Um, and the first two, they were good. Uh, I think all Marvel movies are good. Mm -hmm. I'm a sucker for them. But um, this one, I don't know what exactly about it. I think it might have to do with the fact that it showed us more about the past and it gave like all this hope for the future that really just spoke to me and got me excited because I did kind of fall off of Marvel a little during Phase 4. Sure. And, well, I have to be honest here, it was after Endgame. Mm. Iron Man was my favorite. Oh, okay. Iron Man's my favorite Avenger, so, you know, after that I was a little... <sighs> it was a little disappointing, but like I still like Marvel. I still kept up with the movies, but this one got me excited for Marvel again, and I'm really excited to see the future here. For sure. I mean, man, you start you started with a hot take. I'm I'm a sucker <laughs> for the first Ant-Man movie because I'm a huge fan of heist movies, and yeah. that first movie is the titular heist movie. Has everything that I love about it. Uh, second movie kind of fell off a little bit, but this movie, I think, brought basically all the fun back that we were kind of lacking I in the past couple. I completely agree. Um, not to say that the past couple movies or shows didn't have jokes. It just didn't feel like they were landing as often as some of the older ones, like the Iron Mans, the Captain Americas, stuff like that. And I think that's what I appreciate about the Ant-Man movies as, like, newer ones, because they do bring back that, like fun mm -hmm. and kind of lightness in marvel mm. whereas a lot of like other newer movies are just so heavy constantly oh man i mean wakanda forever heavy, heavy. <laughs> from start to finish it was just heavy you know yeah. no way home heavy 100 yeah, percent. and so i really appreciate the lightness that this movie brought back into marvel because i mean we do see heaviness in this but there's also the comedic relief and all that good stuff so I'm really excited about it. For sure. Well, um, of course, we're going to try and keep as many spoilers hidden as possible. I know we want to talk about one particular one later, uh, but we will give a huge, huge red flag warning about For that. Sure. I want to hear about Kang. Tell us about Kang. Kang the Conqueror. Um, I will put it out there. I have not seen Loki. So you have seen? Was, really? Yes. As much as I love Marvel, I'm I gear more towards the movies themselves rather yeah. than any of the shows. And so this was my first um just seeing King anything, anything about King. Wow. And so I I loved his character. I think Jonathan Majors portrayed it well. I think this was also my first time 
watching anything with Jonathan Majors. Interesting. So, um, seeing how well he played out the character was fantastic. I think he's an amazing actor. And I really like how well he portrayed Kang because mm-hmm. he gave you that kind of push and pull. You don't know, like, is he actually good? Is he actually sure. bad? And it was like you wanted to delve deeper into his mind, mm-hmm. honestly, and be able to see, like... Not too deep because we, we saw what happened deep. to Janet. <laughs> <laughs> not too deep, but it just kind of, like, gave you that feeling like you want to keep going. You want to have that, like, you want to know more. And that's, like, one of the huge things that I appreciate mm-hmm. about this movie and how, like, it does kick off Phase 5 because now it's got you excited to see, like, what's coming up. And I know there's going to be a King movie. Mm-hmm. I think it comes out, like, 2025, around there. Yeah, I think it's either, like, Avengers, Kang Dynasty, or... Yeah, something um, like that. Yeah, but that's... I love... I'm a huge comic, like, actual comic book fan. Mm-hmm. Love them. And so, Kang is this push and pull in the comics because he's he has so many variants of him. Yeah. Uh, you'll definitely see, if you go back and watch Loki Season 1, completely different Kang. You're dealing with a completely different guy. And, I mean... If you look at one timeline compared to the other, yeah, there may be some similarities. Two different people. Completely two different people. And Jonathan Majors played it perfectly. He played that, like you said, push and pull uh, to a T. Obviously, I knew he was a villain the whole time. But, um, (laughs) you know, you can make that argument that is he really? And then we, of course, find out what he's done. Of course. And I think one of the major things that, no, I see. Major, Jonathan, I see. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I get you. I see you throwing what, puns. <laughs> for sure. Um, one of the major things that made me think, what if he is a good guy, is a spoiler. So I'm not going to say it here, but it definitely like had me thinking a little bit, especially after the movie. I was like, hmm, hmm. what if yeah. this king, because I realize there are variants, and like each king is different, even though they're all king mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially um yeah at, at after the movie ended i was like but what if this one wasn't as bad yeah but then again he was exiled here so it's like well that's the thing about kang he he does have worse and worse versions of himself so we we don't even know what we've gotten into yet yeah we don't know how many kings there are and the limit is truly endless yeah so well uh going off of that did you like the movie in general like what was your opinions walking out of the theater i really loved it i i'm the type of person who never watches trailers before going into movies okay and i've done that not just with marvel but literally any movie at all for sure um i go in completely blind having no hopes and then seeing (laughs) (laughs) seeing what comes out of it and with Marvel, it's a little bit harder because we get, like, little sneak peeks within mm-hmm. previous movies and things like that. But essentially, it's the same. Like, I'm not sure what I'm about to get into. Mm-hmm. And I was very pleasantly surprised. Like I said before, I'm not the biggest Ant-Man fan. And this one completely switched that. Mm-hmm. I love Ant-Man. This movie, like, pushed me back into Marvel heavily. And I'm really excited. It got me wanting to watch all the shows and get You haven't seen any even. of the shows? I've tried. Not even like I've Moon Knight? I've tried my best. I've seen like one episode of probably um, all of them. <laughs> I know. It's disappointing. I'm a know. little disappointed. <laughs> no, absolutely but, go watch those. Those are fantastic. 
this this movie was the push I needed to Good. go watch them. I'm glad Ant-Man and the Lost Quantumania was the push. Um, per, me personally, I do watch trailers. I'll like I'm the type of guy that frame by frames it and is like, is that what I thought I saw? Okay. <laughs> Okay, and then it's never exactly what I thought. Yeah. Um, I had a really big fear going into this movie that they were jumping the shark, and they were just trying to see what sticks before the big, big Kang reveal. Mm. Um, and I was pleasantly disproven by this movie. I thought the jokes hit, the action was fun, the pacing was really good, the visuals were amazing. I completely agree with you, especially on the pacing of it, because... It's about a two-hour movie, and it did not feel like that at all. Yeah. I was seated the entire time. I was hooked the entire time from start to finish. It was like one thing after the other after the other, and it was paced perfectly, and everything flowed perfectly as yeah. well. I went with my family, and I remember we were leaving, and I checked my phone. I went, it's been two hours? Like, I was starving, and then it was right when I left the door that everything hit me at once. Like, man, that was a long movie. <laughs> Yeah. Um, one of the last things I wanted to talk to you about is your opinion on critic scores. Um, from what I've seen, it was reviewed a little... 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. Audience score of 83%. Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me because this was an amazing movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was I... fantastic. And as the start of Phase 5... I think it was perfect. It perfectly opens up this gateway for not just King, but even more characters to come in and more action to come as well. And it just opens up so many different storylines and pathways. And like you were saying earlier, the visuals, mm -hmm. the pacing, the music. the music, everything about this movie was just fantastic. It was, like I said before, it did pull me back into Marvel. And for a movie to have that kind of power and be able to do that, mm -hmm. I think showcases just how well it was. Yeah, I I don't understand because this is like the second lowest critic score a Marvel movie has gotten. And I like most Marvel movies, but this is nowhere near the bottom of my list <laughs> at all. Right. Like I said, this is my favorite Ant-Man movie. So for it to be in the bottom tier, like in critic wise, mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense to me at yeah. all. That's why I'm, I, I want to preface any movie that you see, if it has a low critic score, check the audience score. Because nine times out of ten, you're going to agree with the audience score over the critic score. I don't know if it's, oh, it's the silly Marvel movie. It doesn't deserve a high score. Oh, it's not actual cinema. It doesn't deserve a high score. But I think it's just getting ridiculous nowadays. I think so, too, because this is a Marvel movie. I think Marvel has gotten so, like, so heavy that we stepped so far away from, like, this comedic side mm -hmm. and, like, the lightness of the Ant-Man movies or, like, the Deadpool movies and things like that. We've kind of stepped away from that, and I don't think people appreciate, like, how this really is Marvel too mm -hmm. because earlier movies have all this like have the lightness and the comedy and things like that but then we got so sucked into the heaviness of Marvel mm -hmm. and like with all the deaths and the you grief know the grief and, and everything like that but this brought brought it back and this is essentially Marvel this is like yeah the perfect example of a Marvel 100%. movie and so critic scores they don't matter ever. That was, that was a really I I didn't think about that until now, but I do think this is like the encapsulation of Marvel. You know, you think of the the deepness that this movie had, the familiar. I think 
in Marvel, the biggest connector between movies is family. I completely agree with you. And Cassie and Scott's relationship in this movie was phenomenal. I love who they got to play Cassie. I love, because I love the previous actress that played Mm -hmm. Cassie. I think she did a phenomenal job, but I also love, I think her name's Catherine. Catherine Newton. Yeah, she did an amazing job, and I really loved seeing her performance as Cassie. Yeah. Because, like you said, their, their dynamic was fantastic. It was honestly like a father and a daughter, and that's not... You know, of course, Paul Rudd's sitting across from you. You're going to have a good performance if it's Paul Rudd. But she took over some scenes. I completely agree. She she did a phenomenal job. I don't know if I've seen her in anything else. <laughs> the, <laughs> um, so she was in uh, Detective Pikachu. Okay. Um, she was also in a horror movie with Vince Vaughn where her and Vince Vaughn's character switched bodies to where a serial killer was put into a teenage girl's body, <laughs> and they had to switch back by the end of the night. But What's that movie called? Freaky. Okay. And I love that movie. <laughs> I it might need to so check it out. Funny. Um, it was like her star-making role, essentially, to where okay. everyone was like, oh, okay, so she's a good actress now. I understand. Yeah. Um, she is amazing. <laughs> you mentioned Deadpool earlier, and I wanted to touch uh, not specifically on him. I love talking about him, but I won't do that for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Where do you see not only Marvel, not only Ant-Man, but where are we going after this movie? I I think we're going places we've never even thought of. I mean, I think I saw somewhere where this was called the multiverse saga. This Mm -hmm. phase is all about the multiverse. And I think we're really going to be going to all these different universes and seeing so many new characters and beings, essentially, Mm -hmm. like because every universe has its own people that we might not recognize or, you know, in the comics, there's a whole universe where everyone's an animal. (laughs) Yeah. And I think like, I think this movie opens up the gate for all of that and for everything to come in, and it's going to be unimaginable. Mm-hmm. And we've already seen that with uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, Multiverse of Madness, where we went over to the different uh, Earths, Loki, as we mentioned earlier. And I wanted to touch more on who do you who do you want to see a variant of? Who are you most excited to see two interactions between variants? Um, if we're talking just ant-man here then honestly i'm excited to see variants of ant-man himself because i think that would be we kind of saw that yeah and i think it would be hilarious to see it even more on like different levels like a working together type of thing yeah and but other than that i think i don't know like obviously king is king is there and he's a perfect Mm -hmm. and jonathan majors portrays him well but i'm not sure i think Hmm. You stumped me with this question because I, I ask I, the hard questions. Yeah. I keep them coming. <laughs> Every single character that I'm like that's popping up in my head, I'm like, that would be hilarious to see. And I think that I would want to see every single Avenger yeah. as like <laughs> different versions of themselves. Because what if we see Captain America and then in another universe Captain America is a villain? Mm-hmm. You know, that would be such a cool like, dynamic. Uh, there was a story in Marvel's comics where he was Hydra, Captain. Like I don't know if it was Captain Hydra, but he was a member of Hydra. Yeah, That'd be so cool. I think it would be cool seeing maybe like a movie where it's like the Avengers and then like their villain side, mm-hmm. and it's just like Civil War, but 
on a multiverse yeah, version. That you know? would be cool. I think oh, I'm going to mention this name and you're going to be like, oh, I didn't see the show. Uh, two <laughs> people that I definitely want to see is um, Kate Bishop. Hawkeye's okay. yeah. replacement, meet up with another Kate Bishop, because I think the banter would be amazing. Uh, and then also, I want to see the Guardians meet other Guardians. <laughs> that would be that would be hilarious. <laughs> Once again, yeah. the banter would just be, I would be rolling, rolling. So, you got any final thoughts on Quantumania, on Marvel, on stupid critics giving stupid scores? And I think we touched on everything. This was an amazing movie, and I'm just excited going forward. And you got to watch the shows. I do. You got to watch the shows. I will. I'm going to be checking in on you. <laughs> Weekly check-in. What what episode are you on? I will. I will watch Loki first. Good. Because, you know, this movie I definitely really got think me into it. My hierarchy of what you need to watch, like ASAP, is Loki, Moon Knight, Hawkeye and then probably Miss Marvel and then the other ones you can just go eh, I'll watch them at some point <laughs> all right well I'll keep that in mind I'm definitely I think I'm gonna start Loki tomorrow good and probably start it today <laughs> <laughs> well maybe I'll start it tonight okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna binge it all through the night it's a possibility. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me, Hara. I always love talking about Marvel, and it's great to have more people up here who love, love, love those movies. If you want to hear more, we are on a whole bunch of different podcast forums as Entertainment Rebooted, and you can hear us on Sundays at 1 p.m. for our radio version. You have a wonderful day. As always, I have been Logan Buchanan. And I'm Hara. Have a wonderful day.